Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. It's been a few weeks of mixed fortunes for 19-year-old uh, Wicklow resident Connor Byrne. At the start of the month, he won the Leinster Young Carer of the Year. But now he and um, his mam, who he's been minding since he was eight, uh, face homelessness. Connor joins me on the, the line. Connor, that's an awful lot to take in, in one breath. Hi, Adrian. Yeah, I suppose it is when you, when you summarise it like that. Let me find out firstly about, about you and, uh, and your, your ma'am. You live in, uh, in Wicklow Town and your ma'am um, suffered a severe stroke when you were just eight. Yeah, so she went in for another operation and unfortunately she, she suffered a severe stroke and she was in hospital for quite a while. I had to stay with my aunt. And, you know, she, after after her stroke, she had to get a lot of therapy and I had a lot of counsellors and come in and, and try and help me and help my mum as well. So that, for, for an eight-year-old uh, child to see his mum suffering so severely uh, with a stroke um, would, be, would be difficult for any child to uh, handle. But you took it in your stride and basically became your mum's carer. Yeah, so when I was eight years old, obviously I, I didn't understand what a stroke was and the repercussions and anything that followed it. So I kind of... I, I understood what they were saying, but I, I didn't get exactly what it was. And I suppose after a while, uh, especially as a kid, seeing your mum do things and immobilise, it, it's quite scary because this is your mother. You know, you look up to her all your life and then she's suddenly not the way she was before. But I kind of, I grew and I adapted and, and caring for my mum. I don't necessarily see it as caring anymore. It's just a regular part of life. But it is caring. And um, I, I, I mean, it's lovely to hear you saying you don't see it like that, but it is. And, and you've gone through your entire teenage years uh, caring for, for your mom. You're 19 uh, now. Tell me the sorts of things that you have had to do to, to help your mom. Um, so as a kid, it, it would have been simple stuff, chores around the house. And I suppose nowadays it's a lot of paperwork sorting out doctor appointments, sorting out letters for the council. Um, she has sleep apnea as well, so uh, it's a lot of fixing her CPAP machine during the night when she wakes up. Also, she's uh, immobilised on the left-hand side, so walking and isn't, isn't the best, so she does need help getting around. Um, everyday things, she is quite forgetful as well, um, although she tries her best. So it's kind of an, uh, an amalgamation of, of a lot of different things. And meanwhile, you're also uh, attending college in UCD in Dublin. Uh, I am in college, yeah. I'm uh, studying mechanical engineering at the moment, so it's difficult to try and balance the two out together. But um, I try my best. Now, obviously, your mom is very aware of everything that uh, she does for you, and she nominated you for um, Young Carer of the Year. Uh, tell me about, about what that whole process involved. Yeah, so uh, one day she went online and she seen that there were 
nominations going for Young Care of the Year award and, and she put my name down and she wrote down why I deserved to win and she never told me. And a few months later, we were sitting down together and she got a phone call and she had forgotten that she had put it in and we got a phone call saying that I'd won uh, Leinster Care of the Year. So it was a nice surprise for both of us. And I know uh, you you went to the awards uh, ceremony and your mum was re- even taken taken uh, aback by what you had to say at the awards ceremony. Um, she was. She was definitely. I think sometimes, um, she said it to me as well, sometimes she's she's being cared for so much that she, she forgets how much that I have to do. And um, it was just a really nice day for her and myself. Um, but it, it was all the truth, and it was nice to let her know these things. So... I mean, that, that, that was a fantastic recognition for uh, all that you have done over the last um, 12 years since your mom had a stroke at, at your young age when you were just uh, eight. And it, I, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that you got that sort of uh, recognition because uh, carers so frequently go unnoticed and to be nominated by your own mom for all the help that you have given her uh, over the years is fantastic. Um, but bring me to today because... You and your mother are now facing homelessness. Tell me why you're facing eviction. Yeah, so my mother and I, my mum's on rent allowance and we have been for the past number of years now. Um, um, and I, it's 13 years now we've, we've spent in the home we're in, but uh, our landlord is selling the house and it's, it's very difficult because of my mum's stroke or disability she does need certain certain things in the house i.e. you know a stair lift or a bungalow and the council are trying to to find a location but of course because of the housing crisis there there just isn't any but our landlord has been extremely nice and we do feel bad for him because we're we're stuck between a rock and a hard place we we do want to move out and let the landlord have his house, but we also have nowhere to go, and the council don't have anywhere to give us. So it's a it's a sticky situation at the minute. So when when do you when have you been told you have to vacate? We're still waiting on a court order, so that's that's it's one of the most anxiety inducing things because it might come next week, it might come in two weeks. Um, we just don't know, so we're waiting on a court order. So will you have to be out before Christmas, do you expect, or are you hoping that it'll be at least after Christmas? Um, I'd be hoping that it would be after Christmas, but um, we're we're not too sure yet. Now, Wicklow County Council, as you said, are uh, doing their best to uh, find a a suitable home for you to move to, but they just haven't been able to find one yet. Yeah, exactly. So it's... it's, uh, it's a tricky situation because obviously there there are many people on the housing housing list and lots of people need houses and there just isn't any to give out really. So it, it's not the fault of the council by any means, but it 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 is what it is. So you you do have specific needs for your mam in uh, in any new house that you might move to. Give me an idea of what what sorts of uh, facilities your mum requires. 
Well, she would need, if it's a two-story house, she'd need the stair lift because I have to help her going up and down the stairs every time she needs to go up, and it's quite an ordeal, either that or a bungalow. Um, she would need uh, a wet room in the bathroom just because she's very unstable. She she she's, she loses her balance quite often, and I suppose it would need to be near some type of um, medical centre as well. Okay, so there are very specific uh, needs. How how will you cope, or what will you do, should you find yourself in a situation where uh, the landlord takes the property back and you've nowhere to go? Have you thought about that, about what you might do? Um, I suppose what we've we've kind of almost joked about um, living living in the cars or, or something, but I suppose that would probably be the only option if it if it came to that. Um, there there isn't we don't have anywhere else to go. That's what I was about to ask you. You don't have family or friends that could temporarily put you up, no? No. No. That's an awful uh, situation to be uh, facing, I have to say, uh, Connor. And I know and, and our listeners are really taken by your uh, your story. Um, like you said, you're waiting on a court order. Um, you hope it won't come until after Christmas or maybe even longer. And hopefully there'll be an overlap that uh, Wicklow County Council actually find somewhere for you uh, to live. But it's a, it's a daunting prospect of uh, being out on your ear, basically. It is. Um, and I suppose I I do worry about it a lot. But, you know, worrying, I suppose it won't get me anywhere. So I try and balance college and caring for my mom as best as I can, because I know if I do well in college and I get myself a nice job, I can hopefully get my house, my mom a house one day as well and my own house. So I suppose I'm I'm keeping my head down, studying as much as I can to try and uh, get out of the system and, and make my own way as well. And I, I, I can hear by your determination that that is something that you are going to uh, achieve. Let me ask you, um, Connor, about your mam and how is your mam coping with all of this? Um, with the brain injury my mum has, the more stressed she gets, um, the more she forgets, the more her health deteriorates. So I try and take on as much as I can for my mum, but obviously it, it's it's hard to balance it out. So she does get quite stressed, and um, that's when she really starts to to lose her memory. She does get quite fatigued after that. It's a lot for her to take on. It's a lot for myself to take on. So it's it's trying to find a balance, and she's not doing too well. She has other medical conditions as well now with her gallbladder and it's it's not the best at the minute but we're trying to make it work. Connor, I have to say you have my utmost admiration um, you're a fantastic young man well deserved that you uh, got that carer's award um, well deserved because uh, as you said your, your mam didn't even really realise the amount of work you actually do for her the amount of caring that you actually uh, do and by the sounds of it from what you've just said, it's not getting any easier uh, in terms of the, 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 the care that your, your, your mother requires. All I can say is I have my fingers and toes crossed that something comes up in terms of uh, housing that you can literally move from one place to another because even that alone is a, a stressful thing to have to go through and that you don't find yourself uh, homeless 
uh, either before or after Christmas. And if anybody listening uh, in County Wicklow knows of any suitable property, please do get in contact with us uh, uh, that, to put a roof over your head and to en- enable you to continue to, to care for your mother. Connor, I, I, I wish you nothing but the best and I really appreciate you talking to us on Lunchtime Live. Thank you very much, Adrian. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, there you go. That is 19-year-old Connor Byrne. On the one side, great news that he was recognised with a Young Carer of the Year award and then within weeks, uh, himself and his mother facing homeless. Awful story. As I said, if you know of any suitable property in the Wicklow area, uh, do please uh, get in contact with us. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.